Hi, welcome to Audio Essays from My Closet. My name is Joseph, and I'm recording this episode from my closet. I think with what I discussed in this episode is going to help open up more possibilities for topics I can talk about in future episodes. This may come as a surprise, considering I sit in my closet and edit and record a podcast from my closet. We have a bit of a artsy kid history. Uh, it was actually music. But I started music in elementary school. Took like a year off in middle school. Got back into it. And yeah, music was, I think, my first real form of artistic expression. I wasn't really good at drawing. Uh, I guess writing, I was pretty good at. At least I like to think I'm pretty good at writing, considering I write my own podcast that I hope someone listens to. So I played uh, the clarinets. That was my main instrument. And I also played another instrument. You can probably guess which one it is based off of the name of this episode, the trombone. So throughout this episode, I'm going to talk a bit about the history of the trombone, how it works, and sort of the reasons I fell in love with it and why I thought it was actually an interesting instrument. So here it is. Why I think the trombone is pretty cool. I was a band geek in high school. The main instrument I played was the clarinet. Then in high school, I switched to the bass clarinet to be more edgy. The main reason I played the clarinet was because we already had one in our closet, and I guess my dad didn't want to have to pay to rent out a different instrument. I stuck to the clarinet for most of my band career. When I was signing up for classes for my sophomore year of high school, I signed up to join our jazz ensemble. There was just one issue. My band director didn't allow clarinets to the ensemble. I think it's because traditionally jazz ensembles didn't have clarinets. In order to be in a jazz ensemble, I had to learn a new instrument. The most obvious choice would have been a saxophone. The saxophone and clarinet are part of the woodwind family of instruments. Woodwind instruments create sound by blowing winds and causing a piece of wood to vibrate. The saxophone and the clarinet also share similar key placements as well. So it would have been the easiest switch. But I didn't switch the saxophone. No, I wanted to be edgy. I decided to play the trombone. During a jazz ensemble performance, I remember watching one of the trombone players have a solo, and I fell in love with the sound. I guess it was like that stereotypical uh, girl of glasses in teenage romantic movies that once she takes off her glasses, you realize how beautiful she is. I also decided to make the switch to the trombone for some practical reasons. 
all the trombone players and and the jazz ensemble were going to graduate, leaving the ensemble without any trombones at all. Um, I spent that summer practicing and learning how to play an entirely new instrument. The change from clarinet to trombone was interesting. I went from a woodwind to a brass instrument, which work very differently. Brass instruments have a mouthpiece, but to make sound, you need to actually buzz your lips. If you just tried blowing air into a brass instrument, like a trumpet or, or a tuba, there wouldn't be any sound at all. The sound you hear coming out of a trumpet is actually the sound of the vibrations coming from the player's lips. In order to play different notes, you need to buzz your lips faster or slower to alter the pitch of the note. You also need to manipulate the instrument as well. For the trombone, specifically, you do this by moving its slide back and forth, manually extending and shortening the size of the instrument in order to change the sound. Any piece of music requires that you play a variety of different notes. You could potentially be going from playing the highest note to the lowest note, sometimes within a sixteenth or an eighth of a second. You also need to do all of that while following along to the music, keeping up with the rest of the band, and if you're in a jazz ensemble, make up a solo on the spot that follows the style and feel of a piece. Not to brag, but I got pretty good on the trombone. I was in no way a professional, but considering that I learned how to play a new instrument over a summer and played it for three years, I'd say I was good. It was fun learning how to play a new instrument and figuring out how its sound fit in a band. While the trombone may not be the most sexy or coolest instrument out there, it has a unique sound that brings something different to an arrangement and creates new possibilities for composers. You can argue that all instruments do this, but for now, I want to focus on the trombone and why I think it's actually a pretty cool instrument. First, let's talk about where the trombone got its name. The word trombone is Italian. The first part comes from trumba, the Italian word for trumpet. The last part, on, translates to large. The word trombone literally means big trumpet. This translation makes sense. The trombone is shaped similar to a trumpet, but is much larger. This also plays into the history of the instrument as well. The trombone was originally more of a bugle and was seen in bands sponsored by nobles and towns in the 15th century. The trombone also had a practical use. It was used to let a town or village know when an important noble or person was entering. The instrument lost popularity in the 17th century, but it became popular again in the 18th century. Trombones were featured in pieces of famous composers such as Bach and Handel. While the trombone was popular and valued for the sound it brought to an orchestra, trombones were rarely given solos because they were hard to come by because they had to be imported. 
Trombones became a larger part of orchestras because of Beethoven's use of them in his pieces, and it became a standard instrument in orchestras by the 1840s. However, the trombone didn't have a consistent sound until the 20th century. Because of this, composers and orchestras weren't sure how a trombone would actually fit into a piece or an orchestra to begin with. They had no idea of what a trombone should sound like. With the rise of more recorded music, the standard was created, and trombones were able to be placed into more pieces Perhaps the birth of jazz is when the trombone really hit its swing. In jazz music, the trombone helped outline the chords in a piece for other instruments in the group, and it usually served as a baseline for higher-pitched instruments to help with solos. Trombones started to become more of a solo instrument during the big band era of the 1920s where it became less of a wingman and more of to a starring role. Some famous trombone soloists at the time included Jack Teagarden and J.J. Johnson. Trombones are still part of modern jazz music and can be heard in many different genres of music, such as merengue, salsa, and R&B. Even though the trombone may have an interesting history, what matters is how it sounds and how it fits in a band. Trombones are typically given bass parts and the occasional harmony parts. Because it is a very large instrument, the trombone sound is deeper, making it a natural fit for bass parts. But remember, trombones literally means big trumpet. The trombone is designed to carry sounds similar to the trumpet. One of the original purposes of the trombone was to let an entire town know when someone important had arrived, after all. Because of how it's sound and design, the trombone can fall into a middle ground. It fills in the space between the higher and lower sounding instruments in a band. The trombone can round out a band sound and give it a new dynamic. Maybe that's the reason I was drawn to the trombone. It wasn't the sexy instrument that got all the solos and the melodies like the saxophone or the trumpet, but it wasn't heavy or deep sounding, like an electric bass or a tuba. It had its own range, slipping between the melody, the bass line, and harmonies of a piece. It could fill in gaps a piece needs and still bring its own sound. Because of this, I think my personality is similar to a trombone, always looking to see wherever help is needed but still being true to itself and to its own sound. While I may not always want to be in the spotlight, if I have to, I will, and still bring in my own style. Maybe destiny intervened and maybe want to play the trombone. At the time I decided to switch to the trombone, I was a freshman in high school. That year was transformational for me. I tried so many different things that year that I thought I would never do. Primarily, join a sports team. I did things I never thought I was able to do. Like, run a mile non-stop. This made me want to challenge myself more and change who I was. I promised myself in middle school that I was going to change. I felt like there was 
no way I could change myself or that I was stuck like this for the rest of my life. I know that sounds like a very typical middle school mentality, but it was tough. I decided that in high school, I was going to challenge myself. I was going to change who I was. I was going to be better. Learning to play the trombone was another challenge that I decided to take on, and I loved it. I found a new part to play in my school band, and I helped change its sound for the better. I learned how to understand a part of the band that I had never actually seen before. Clarinets are usually in the front of the band, literally. I didn't see that part of the band. I heard it, but I didn't feel it. And if I hadn't made that switch, my understanding of how music feels and works would be entirely different. The change from clarinet to trombone also boosted my confidence as well. In jazz band, I began to play solos. A majority of them were made up on the spot, and I had to do this in front of an audience. I learned how to be comfortable with improvising on the spot, and that's helped me in a lot of different situations. I was able to do all of this, feel more confident, develop a better understanding, learn to focus not only on just on my simple part, but how my part plays into an entire group or orchestra or even the world. That piece of brass helped me find a new aspect of myself. I learned all of this from playing the trombone. I guess the trombone is a pretty cool instrument after all. There you have it. Why the trombone is pretty cool. Because of this episode, I have a new idea that I've never really thought of before. The transformative power of objects and how we can use objects to transform ourselves and our understanding. I'm sure we all have something in our closets or in our bedrooms or wherever on our wall that has a sentimental value to it. Maybe you have that good luck charm you always keep with you when you're about to go in for an interview or you're about to do something you've never thought you would do before. Or maybe you have a medal commemorating that time you ran that half marathon or you're at or that 5k that you worked so hard for. Objects have power, and I guess I sort of knew, but until I wrote an episode about an object, I guess I now realize it. And with it, the possibilities for episodes and topics have expanded in ways I never thought it would. And that's got me excited. Well, that's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. If you have the time, please leave a review on whatever service you're using to listen to this. This is still a fairly new podcast, so ratings and reviews are going to be how this podcast is able to grow. Audio Essays from My Closet was written and produced by me, Joseph. Until next time, keep thinking on thinkers.